Welcome to Thought Welcome to another episode of Thought Hack. Really quick, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Catalyst Case. Uh, today, this is a good friend of mine. We talk all the time. This is like, we decided to take a lot of our private conversations and, and do it for the podcast because I feel like it's like such good content. We keep it to ourselves. But yeah. uh, Ralph Seville, like, how do you want me to, ref- you're, you're Ralph Seville, like, and yeah. like, you know, branding wise, you, you've, you've gone by a couple other things. However but, you feel, whatever your yeah. energy that day you yeah. want to be a little business call me ralph yeah so i, I, I want to jump i want you to know you ambushed me into this podcast too i thought you was gonna come show me something you ambushed me i did <laughs> <laughs> i'll take but that i mean i always no. do it it's all love so um i, I want to go into it for for the audience because not everybody's like aware of mm-hmm. of like you know who you are and what you do and so mm-hmm. on and so forth just to create context for the rest of the conversation right. you I would consider you a brand manager, mm-hmm. even though, and I don't know how deep you want to go into it or you want to like discuss this openly, mm-hmm. but, um, your wife, um, is, uh, and I wouldn't, cause I almost feel like calling her, uh, uh influencer is almost reductive for what you guys do on a, a day to day basis. She's right. not just an influencer. She's a businesswoman. You're a businessman. Mm-hmm. You guys have a consumer facing business where she is an influencer in her own brand. Mm-hmm. And, and you manage a lot of that mm-hmm. and, um, you, you do other things. You, you guys own, um, uh, you, you've expanded that brand and you guys own uphold. Nutriment. Nutriment, yeah. which is like a, um, you guys like, you know, just like healthy vitamin stuff and like creams and, and so on and so forth. Um, and also, uh, you guys have some other things in the works. You've, you've dabbled in real estate. Um, all around, I would, I would say at the core of it, you are an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Let me know if I missed anything. No, no, I wouldn't disagree. <laughs> you know, I used to just look at the entrepreneur world like it was mm-hmm. just a cliche a little mm-hmm. bit, but. You know, I'm, I'm walking into rooms and people mm-hmm. just keep saying it like, yeah, this is, this is Ralph. This is Seville. He's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's slighting me. I'm mm-hmm. talking some Instagram stuff right yeah. now. But no, but I'm really learning. Like entrepreneurs, the core root of that word is a problem solver. Yes. Yeah. And for whatever it's worth, we are kind of like, uh, helping people with a lot of issues and we, we learn how to do it through our own life. You know, we had a lot of, you know, issues as far as health and nutrient. I don't mean, I miss the nutrients. Mm-hmm. So we found ways, natural ways to just, you know, kind of overcome that in a way, like mentally, spiritually, physically. So it's just, the best way to uh, uh, to help out the world is to find a problem and help solve it. You know, so we found yeah. ways. And so, yeah. So to make a full circle, yeah, we're entrepreneurs. No, I, I think it the, the whole entrepreneur thing, it got cliche because everybody uses it. It's like uh, right, the right. word because, you know, my background is tech. The word tech got watered down because so many people use it. It was a buzzword. So they attached it to everything because yeah. they know if yeah. I attach tech to this, it's going to move. Yeah. Same thing like, you know, with crypto for a little bit. Like anything that gets popular, people attach the name yeah. just to, you know. Yeah. And just pl- to, and plus a lot of YouTubers call themselves entrepreneurs too. You just do yeah, YouTube. You're not. Yeah. You're collecting Google AdSense money via, you know, YouTube. You're not really. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would consider you. Uh, I would say you're self-employed. Would you? 
Yeah, I would say they are self-employed. I don't know if I would necessarily call them entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. To me, there's like a there's a difference between a small business owner mm-hmm. and an entrepreneur, and uh, there it's just nuances. It's not like mm-hmm. big differences. It's just like a, a nuance mm-hmm. in terms of like, um, like if you're if you're creating something, like right, if right. if I go and I I. I open a franchise or if I open a McDonald's, whatever, I wouldn't necessarily call myself uh, an entrepreneur. I don't know. It's, it's a, but it, it depends. Even in that regard, you say self-employed, the only uh, contention there or the confusion, I would say gray area there is YouTube controls a lot. Like, so mm. they, they're coming out with new rules every week. Well, you can't have this type of thumbnail you can't mm. say this in your video so it's like is it really yeah. your own business when it depends it on if you if your business if if youtube is a part of your business um structure mm-hmm. or like you know it or if it's like your whole thing if you're just on youtube and that's your whole thing then i i could kind of see it but you're not an employee mm-hmm. so Still, like you're you're self employed. You no, know, it's a partnership. But the, but the yeah. operative word you use right there was structure. So I think mm-hmm. it really depends on how your business, it, like you said, mm-hmm. is structured. But if it's structured where it's just you're putting out videos, you're not finding different ways to funnel people into other uh, 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 avenues in your mm-hmm. businesses. Then yeah, you're right. Yeah. Then you're you're yeah. not really working for yourself. I don't know. I would I would say you're working for yourself. I don't want to get into like <laughs> yeah, right, the, the right, weeds right, too much. But I would, like technically, you don't work for YouTube. YouTube can't fire you. You don't have a non compete. You could take your content and take it to another platform. You are you are self employed. I agree with that. Yeah. But like still, you know what I mean. Like the I would say it's the difference between somebody who is a taxi cab driver who works under like a company mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and somebody who's an Uber driver. You're you're an independent contractor, mm-hmm. which might be a so better we, we can agree on this. Yeah. Not every YouTuber can call themselves entrepreneur. Of That's course. Really what it is for me. Of course. Like I mean yeah. I, there's a lot of small business owners that I don't know if I would consider entrepreneurs. Like I would almost consider somebody who went and opened a bodega mm-hmm. an entrepreneur versus somebody who like just like open the subway or something like that. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to get into the weeds. You want to offend anybody? Yeah, I don't really care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm uncancelable. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't care about. Why is that? It. Just because you don't care? Not just because I don't care, but like my my streams of income aren't like reliant on like a group of people to. And then at the same time, it, it's a degree of not caring. Like worst case scenario, I'll. You know, I got I got land in Haiti. Like I'll just I'll disappear into the jungle. Like you know, I don't care. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, one of the conversations we were having was about, uh, and I don't want to get too deep because I don't want you to to yeah. feel like you're offending anybody or whatever. Yeah. But I think our the 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 main core of a lot of our conversations is your circle, mm-hmm. the people you surround yourself in. There was a video that dropped not too long ago on social media where it's like a random guy screaming. I don't know if he's random. It was a clip from something. I didn't really look at it too fast, but I did catch what he was saying because he was screaming it. And he was basically like, your circle is like the people that, and this is not what he exactly said. This is like a a roundabout, like cliff notes, paraphrasing what he was saying. But um, he was basically saying, you guys are, you're not winning in life because you're surrounded by losers. Mm -hmm. You surround yourself with like, you know, people who 
who don't like who don't want more for themselves and you're you're happy to 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 settle Mm -hmm. and also when you're like when you're the person in the group who's doing the best and i i forget because i want to give whoever it was credit who said it originally you're surrounding yourself with you compare it to a race and if you're the fastest guy Mm -hmm. in the race or in the marathon Mm -hmm. and everybody's like a mile behind you you feel like you can slow down because you feel like you're I'm I'm so far ahead. I, I could afford to slow down a bit. I, I'm good. Right. But if you're surrounded by people who are all running like, you know, at like breakneck speed and you're like you're all neck and neck, you don't feel you don't feel like that degree of comfort in like I could kind of relax a little bit. I could I could take my foot off the pedal. I could like slow down a bit because everybody's. Everybody's moving. The minute you take your foot off the gas, the minute you slow down, everybody breezes past you, and right. it, it makes you hyper aware of of like where you are in in regards to your um, your group setting. I, I feel like the people you surround yourself with become your reality. Right. If you're surrounded by people who who aren't ambitious and like, you know, they settle or whatever in your mind, mm-hmm. you're above average. Right. But if you're surrounded by like, uh, people who I guess the, the average like income or, and I don't want to automatically connect success to income, but if you're surrounded by people who average out, like say six figures a year mm-hmm. and, and you're making like, you know, mid five figures, you're, you, you, you're looking at life very differently than if you're making six figures and all your friends are making like the low fives. You feel like you could take your foot off the gas because like I'm doing, I'm doing better than that. Mm-hmm. I think it all falls under the uh, what's the popular moniker or the, the same. Mm-hmm. You're the average of who you're around. Mm-hmm. You, know, you show me, uh, and that's not everybody, right? Right. And it's not. You show me five millionaires. If you hang around five millionaires, mm-hmm. then you tend to likely be the sixth. So and then because the, at the core being of human beings, we're tribal creatures. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking to a, a, a young lady the other day. She's considering. Um, I don't know what the, the the proper name for the surgery when you the fat, the fat transfer whatever it is. <laughs> she was against that at yeah. first. She was just like, "No, nah, I'm not doing it." But everyone around her at her job, everybody's doing getting it. Their bodies the, done. Everybody's getting it done to the point where she knows better. But the simple fact that everybody's doing it, she's considering it now. Why? Because everybody's doing the same thing. But if everybody was coming to work eating an apple every day or drinking water or doing like the detox where you put mm-hmm. the lime water, then she's tending like she was tending likely to do that too. So it's just. Talking to someone who 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 is who is versed in you know in in what can happen with the surgery, some of the after effects and all that, it's just like I can't help it. Everybody's doing it around me, so that just shows you how we are. You know what I mean? If you're hanging around street dudes all day long, you you, you tend to likely going to end up doing street activities. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you're around martial artists all day, then you're mm-hmm. going to be talking that fight game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just that's just the way we are. Core, we're just mob like mm-hmm. creatures. We 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 same thing with not to get all dramatic with Hitler. Mm-hmm. How did he get everyone to just go against this one uh, it's a mob mob mentality? Mob mentality. That's the way we are. So yeah. it's just it's just parallel. It's just that's the it's, way we are as human beings. I, and I, I think there's the other factor in that is. There's a degree of discomfort being like a, a outlier. If you are here and everybody's here, there's a degree of discomfort with not being or going with the flow of everybody else. If you're the guy going against the grain, it 
and, and rubbing people the wrong way and so yeah, on and so yeah. forth, you have to be comfortable not like and I, I feel like that's a that's an entrepreneurial thing too, uh like being comfortable with not having certain connections or losing certain connections due to wanting to better yourself. Right. You gotta be comfortable not having those connections right. or being right. comfortable like distancing yourself or mm-hmm. having people like move away because you you want to evolve as a person you want to do better you know what's disheartening because a lot of those people that you got to sever mm-hmm. uh, uh, ties with mm-hmm. they're people that you're your day ones like your family some of them it's just hard mm-hmm. to stomach it it's hard to stomach like i have mm-hmm. not me but you have a brother where it's like the only time you guys speak or converse is when you talk i curse on here yeah yeah like when you when you're kicking shit about mm-hmm. other people, or when you're talking about how down bad you are, like we're mm-hmm. talking like, damn, my car, I need a new radiator. It's like, that's the only time you guys really converse. So let's say your life, your life changed where mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about fixing your car anymore. You don't have to worry about how you're going to pay the light bill anymore. You don't have to worry about like, where you going to get the money to buy some milk anymore. So what do you have really to talk to him about? And it it, it and, becomes and, rough. And, 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 and it's disheartening. It breaks your heart a little bit. And I think a lot of us, all of us don't Maybe it's easier for me. It may be. But most yeah. people, that's tough. Especially if you was playing in the in the tub with people, you were taking mm-hmm. showers with them, and you realize you're like 27. You mean as like children? As children, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you realize that, you know, at 28, it's like, I can't kick it with you no more. Like, you don't even. I get I can't aggravated. Even come to you if, I can't even come to you for advice, for business advice, because you're not even. There, there, was, there was someone I was having a conversation with, and. um. Anytime I spoke to to this this woman, she had an issue. Right. You know what I mean? And this was a friend of mine. And, like, anytime we had a conversation, I, like, she had a problem. Right. Oh, my my, my phone's off. Or, like, my, my car's not working. Uh, my transmission just went. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. And after a while, it's just like, <sighs> it's always something with you. Especially, it's always especially if you transcend it, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's always something. It's always something with you. Every yeah, time yeah, I yeah. talk to you, you have you have a problem. Right. And don't get me wrong. I feel like I'm not I'm not shitting on people who have issues. Yeah. But there's there's never solution. You never have good. You never have good news. Yeah. Like I know I know life sucks, but it's like if you have the same problems this year and. You have, and we're still having that same conversation next year, and we're still having the conversation the year after that. At what point are we like, it's it's not it's not like a societal thing. It's it's you. You choose, and don't get me wrong. There are people who, like, because of like different socioeconomic factors, can't help where they are at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can't dig themselves out of like you know if someone had cancer or health. And, right, I'm not right. talking about that. I'm talking about people who actively make a choice where it's like. Oh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like working right now or I choose to do this or like your choices aren't conducive to you living better or you getting away from any of your problems. I can't be around you. You choose to continue to be in, in this position. You, after a while, you evolve past people and you staying around them doesn't help you or them. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're doing them a favor. Right, right. If I can't lift you up out of your situation, me staying near you is just going to create animosity. I gotta. I, I might as well just remove myself for yeah. the, from the situation for the both of us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I'm talking, I'm, I'm also when I'm talking to people, I'm also talking to myself because I'm not completely out of it. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm 
I'm better than I was yesterday. That's the whole goal. But I think one of the first things is self-awareness. You mentioned mm-hmm. something. How come these people don't realize every time you're talking to somebody, every time we're in a group chat, it's just gossip. It's just we're belly aching about issues. There's no new ideas. There's no uh, no one's in the chats like a vanguard. That's mm-hmm. that's that's like, hey, let's invent. No, it's just what's such and such doing? Oh, she got she got a uh, lipo. Or this person got implants. So this person cheating on this person. That's really what it's about. You know what I mean? Hey, how are we going to get our kids to get gifts this year for Christmas? That's all we talking about. We're not really finding solutions. I said that to say yeah. it's solutions. I mean, it's um, excuse me, self-awareness. And then um, I also believe it's just uh, it's uh, people aren't challenging themselves, most people. And again, I'm talking to myself too. It's like People don't realize when you challenge yourself, that's when you you really find what you can really do. Mm-hmm. You can find what you're capable of is a better way of putting it. If you wake, I, I believe I, this is just my idea, and I'm, I talk to myself every day about this. You wake up, do something hard. Once you do it, it just makes the rest of the day how, very easy. How much of you sticking with your circle isn't um, like a is like due to whatever like sentimental attachments? How much of that is just due to your own comfort level exactly i mean that that, i think that aligns with what i'm saying you're not your circle no one's challenging themselves Mm. no one's waking up and i don't don't mean just in the physical sense i even mean just mentally or just Mm. spiritually what are you doing that's gonna make you find uh uh, the better you because that's what happens Mm. with challenges you find the better you you find what you're capable But, but i mean like how much of it is that you just like being that big fish in the small pond Oh, you mean like the best out of your like the, basically the, the tallest, it's, the tallest, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, basically. It's like you're not doing shit. I'm doing well. I enjoy being the big fish. I like the feeling of X. Whereas if I if I move and I challenge myself and I su- surround myself with different people who are all mm-hmm. in the same financial space as me as whatever, like I can't. I'm not like that that big deal anymore. I'm. I've I've but, basically yeah. put myself back in a position where like what I'm doing is average. It lot. forces you to level. It forces you to either like you know you acclimate to being like average in in that group, or you you push yourself to continue to level up. So what do you? I mean, I think it's to answer your question. I think majority mm-hmm. of the people have that issue. And my thing is like, what what makes? What do you think? I'm gonna ask you a question. What do mm-hmm. you think makes the people who kind of go against that grain? What do you think happened to them? What realization did they come to? As far to? as what? What do you mean? Like, go as against far as what realizing, grand? like, hey, I'm just a big fish here. If I can challenge or just move forward or just get out of my surroundings, mm-hmm. I could reach, reach new plateaus. What do you mm-hmm. think what happened to them for them to realize that? Because majority don't see it. Majority wants to be in that circle. It's a it's a discomfort. It's like, okay, I would compare it to, because, like, you know, both of us have, like, you know, played around in, like, the music space or the creative space or whatever. If you're if you're somebody that's locally popular, mm-hmm. right? And it's crazy because like you know everybody like calls themselves like the, people throw the word celebrity around a lot now. Mm-hmm. But um, like entrepreneur, yeah, basically. Um, so if you're mildly popular locally, mm-hmm. and like you know people know you around so on and so forth, you're a big deal. Like I mean, it's easier to be a big deal in a small town where there's like nothing going on, mm-hmm. or like you know mildly popular locally or whatever but if you if you move someplace else mm-hmm. you you might i think a lot of what we do and a lot of how we a lot of how we move is to maintain the the illusion mm. right 
So a lot of who we surround ourselves with, a lot of the people we we remain connected to, a lot of the places we remain to stay is to maintain the illusion of X. So if I if I stay in this this group of friends, I I maintain the this um it's a strong illusion, but I maintain this illusion of success. But if I move and keep in mind like a person who is around people who like make minimum wage and they're making like $45,000 a year in, in this, in this bubble, I'm, I'm a success. I'm doing a lot better than you in your, from your perception, like you're doing better. If I, if you come to my house and my fridge is like kind of empty and I go to your house and your fridge is full and like, there's a perception of you're doing a lot better than me. But now if I move to a place where the, the median household income is like, Closer to like $65,000 because that's a big jump, right? Um, the jump between like, you know, 35 to 75 and then 75 to 100, like that, those are all big jumps in terms of like, you know, your, your income. Now I'm not the big fish anymore. I'm not perceived as successful. If I'm in that area, I actually like the cost of living is higher, so on and so forth. I'm struggling a little bit. Like I don't feel successful anymore. Would you agree most of us are like that? We have that mentality. A lot of us do. Okay. I mean, to be an entrepreneur, to be an outlier, like anyone who's gotten to a point where they're massively successful, that person had to differentiate themselves or separate themselves or do something. I'm not saying everybody, but for, for the most part, there are people who kind of slip through the cracks. But yeah. for the most part, I think you have to be like a outlier. You have to sort of be comfortable with reality. So how would you like to my question? So how would you say? The people who are do become the outliers. What made them? What did they do differently? What mentality do you, do you believe they had? They they ran towards the the discomfort. They ran towards the the struggle. They they embraced the process of. Do you think it was divine? Of, of, no, 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 no. Choice. No, I, I feel like you 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 make the hard choice uh, of like evolution and involvement. Like you have to be the type of person that. Staying the same is is scarier than failure. Right, right. Not trying, not evolving, not being the best version of you is a lot more terrifying of a prospect than than failure. I think that that happened to me a few years ago. Like that same thing, like that mm-hmm. failure of just like I'm not changing. Like we just waking up every day and we're just like 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 the movie Groundhog Day. This is what we do. Yeah, basically. We just waking up, we just in this rash rat race every day. That mm-hmm. scares the living. That's why it's the, let me tell you something. I was listening to somebody and they made a good something that just resonated on resonated with me. He he mentioned that human beings, the way not to keep signing on scientific, but human beings the way we are. We don't want like the body. We don't want to be too cold. We don't want to be warm. We don't want to run too fast. We don't want to go too slow. We don't want to lay down. We don't want to stand up. We don't want to. That's just the way we are. So naturally, if you keep giving into that daily, mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen for you because mm-hmm. naturally that biologically, that's what we, we don't want to be too fat. We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to be too skinny. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't want to go too fast. We don't want to go too slow. We just want to just exist, just float. Mm-hmm. So. You got to wake up every day and just like, like even me personally, I got to wake up every day and force myself to do something. It's just, that's just the way we are. And I think this what separates the people who actually get to where they want to be. You got to do what you don't, what's the saying? You got to do what you don't want to do to be where you want to be. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Something like that. But it's just, to me, that's just, it's synonymous. It's just, 
You got to just do. You got to go get up and go at it. That's it. Don't think about it. Just I got to do it. And you'll be surprised what you learn about yourself through the uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think people were scared of that. You know what I mean? I was scared of it. I'm scared of it mm-hmm. sometimes. You know what I mean? But I remind myself, like, yo, it's something on the other side of that. It, I think what like one of the things that contributes to the whole entrepreneur thing kind of becoming a buzzword or whatever is yeah. there's a group of there's a select group of people that made entrepreneurship entrepreneurship look sexy. Right. Right. So it's hot to be an entrepreneur. When I first started the whole entrepreneur thing, it wasn't dope to be an entrepreneur like you, you're unemployed. You don't have a job. Right. You're like in a lot of people's minds when I first started the whole entrepreneur thing. That was equivalent to like your low key a hustler. You're you're trying to finesse. You're finessing your way through life. That's how I thought about it. I thought yeah. it was just jargon yeah. for just hustling. Yeah, basically. That's what I thought it was. Basically, so like me sort of doing like even the the concept of entrepreneurship. Like I've always felt it. Like you know, I've I've had this conversation with other people, but like as a young kid, I always like I was always finessing something, like flipping. Like whether it's candy or like goldfish or whatever, I was I was flipping stuff, but like I didn't have a a name for it or a term for it, you know what I mean? And like once I got to college, studying and and learning and so and and the irony of it is, you're not going to at that point in time you're you're not running into a lot of entrepreneurs in college, mm-hmm. even if somebody's teaching you about entrepreneurship, low key. You're you work for the university, man. Right. Like, what are you like? Are you out here? Are you yeah. actually doing this? Or are you opening the book and just kind of explaining yeah. like a like from a theory perspective? Because yeah. it's it's a different it's like, a different type. Like, of like you mentioned the music, like you know, we dab like everybody, you know, anyone that does a little research. I mean, they'll see I was heavily you know into the music, but it, it ain't it ain't so much that I just lost the passion. It's more so I kind of gained perspective as far as like a lot of the six. Like, it's, there's a, there's another saying, wise. A stupid person sees what somebody does in front of them and do this, the same exact thing. A mm-hmm. wise person learns from the mistake that the, the mm-hmm. man made in front of them. So I looked mm-hmm. at it like a lot of the, the successful artists, once they get up to a certain position, they're telling you like, hey, you got to really become an entrepreneur. You got to really just, you know, uh, spread your uh, uh, brand. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I'm in the future, I had an interview. He was mentioning the way YouTube was set up and the way. You're doing 360 deals. No, you don't want to do it that way. And he was just breaking down the whole skeletal breakdown to how to really be a successful artist, not just recording me. Like to me, when I was doing it, I just thought go in the studio, lay a track down mm-hmm. and go beat down all the DJs and see if somebody could play my shit until mm-hmm. it just pops. That's like that's like you're talking about the difference between music and the music business. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Mm. So the people who made it, they'll tell you like, hey, get versed in the business and you won't have to just chase your tail. Like some people doing it, more power to them. Good luck. But me, in my opinion, I felt like it was a lottery just going in, just trying to get a DJ to play. Like going mm. in like the, the overly generous mm. rapper, like, can you please play my song? Can you play? No. Mm. How about I just understand the business first and find different ways to mm kind of catapult the career that's how i felt you know, there, when it's I crazy when you think about like when like you know because things i think over time become more like more and more like transparent where you you see groups that have sold like millions of albums platinum plaque so on and so forth and, and they have nothing, nothing, nothing to show it's crazy that's what i'm saying but you, you assumed everybody you saw on tv right, when you right. was a kid was rich like you said it's just it, it was fantasized like you just mm. see yeah. you see the chain you see the cars and we just thinking to ourselves like this is this is what I want, not understanding like you really, you know, unbeknownst to you, you know nothing about it, you know. So 
So, I was I got more intrigued about the business. So like like so in in you managing um and I'm I'm not gonna like name names or go into whatever. I don't know how comfortable you are with that. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. But and you managing your wife's brand, um, what made you guys do the jump to like products and merchandising and so on and so forth because i mean it's not just merchandising because i feel like me saying merchandising yeah. reduces it to like some type of right, thing you right, guys right. founded a whole like right. you're building like a health brand yeah. health health company that kind of aligned with uh what i was saying with the music understanding like it says to me it's, it's parallel i learned that we were doing a lot of sponsorship deals mm-hmm. now, i'll just be transparent we did a, one particular sponsorship when they gave us, and I'll just tell you the numbers, they gave us $900 to just mm. promote said product. And we thought, you know, we were, you know, we were down bad, not literally, but we were just like, oh, $100, I mean, 900 that's nice. When they going to put that in the account? They going to cash app it or sell it? Yeah, we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just talking. But yeah. then, again, with the music, I started understanding it, and then I started flip or, uh, or, or incorporating it transferring it into the space that we're in now. And I'm looking, I said, you know, this is the way it is with the music. Let me check this. Anyway, I got down to the analytics and I saw they gave us 900, but we made them Mm $18,000. That's when I looked at them. I said, we in the wrong, we in the wrong seat. Yeah, you're on the wrong side. I said, we're on the menu. We're not sitting at the table. (laughs) (laughs) And then not to mention, we promoted this to a community that we build that trust us. And it was a good product. No, no slight to them. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that, all we got to do is just learn how to manufacture. All we got to do is learn. We already have a, a strong foundation in this. All we, only thing we're missing is how to manufacture it, how to mass produce it. I'm like, all we need is just, just educate ourselves. And that's all we did. We took like a while. We educated. And mm-hmm. so to answer your question, that's all it was. I just saw that we were on the, in the wrong seat. I said, why can't we do it? Why are we giving mm-hmm. it to them? I don't know them. How about we get it and try to help? our family out you know be in better position where we could be blessings to i others. think one of the one of the things is like i think people convince themselves that people in certain positions are smarter than them that's what they so yeah. i i would just say no the person in that position is bolder than you yeah they're 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 they're, they're a little bit more risk adverse like they they don't mind going out and taking these chances right but um it was the same. Well, you. less yeah, risk adverse. But, it, um, it was the same thing, like with the. Well, I mentioned the music because I started. We was paying all this money. I was paying all this money for producers around. Mm-hmm. Like this was when I was living in Atlanta. All this money I'm kicking out. All my little piece of hut money I'm giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Then they started, you know, kind of, kind of spinning me. Like you know, I'm just like, why am I? I'm giving you my money. I just felt like it, I just wasn't treated with the respect that I deserve for spending yeah. all this money. Long story short, I taught myself how to make beats. Mm-hmm. That's all. That, that was the only thing that was missing. Mm-hmm. Taught my, I, I taught myself how to produce beats, and I didn't need anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. So I said it was that mentality transferred over. You know, mm-hmm. eight years later, into what me and my wife doing. And I said, like you said, I was like, we were kind of just like, oh, just you know, just give us a little bit of like. We felt like they were like smart in it, but they weren't. They just had just they were informed. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. They're not smarter. It wasn't mm-hmm. no divine choice. I like the I like the yeah. difference in that. So they weren't. They're not smarter than you. They're just better informed. That's it. They That's have information it. that you don't have. That's it. It's to the point, and, and I, I kind of see the company. You mm-hmm. know, they, mm-hmm. they they gave us a little like or whatever, and mm-hmm. I think it was more. I felt like it was more so like a like all right. Well, we see you. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> so like the, and like I, I'll also add that into the overall like idea of what we're talking about. But there's a difference between someone being smarter than you and them having 
acquired yeah. information and skills that allows them to do X, Y, and Z that you just haven't acquired yet yeah. that you could yeah. if you wanted to. Especially in 2020, we're about to go into 2021. That was another mm-hmm. thing that I always preach. It's just we have no excuse not to know anything anymore. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. around you know, years later, we didn't have mm-hmm. access to the Internet. Mm-hmm. Or even my parents didn't have access in, to the Internet the way we do. So mm-hmm. we have no cut the distractions. Mm-hmm. So like I said, we took some time to learn. We didn't watch TV. We still got the same TV we had from 12 years ago. I don't even realize TVs are different until I go to other people's houses. Oh, like, so you, like, in your house, you have the same TV from 12 years ago? The same TV I got that was sitting on top of the hamper when I moved to my first apartment in Orange. Mm-hmm. Had it sitting on the hamper. I don't real. I didn't real. on God, I think I went to your house or somebody's house or mm-hmm. I didn't realize how advanced TVs got until I went, I go to other people's oh, house. Yeah. And I see, like, the... And I'm looking, I'm tapping, man. I say, what's you need, up? You need another TV? Like, I don't want another TV. I don't want to be distracted. That's my oh, point. <laughs> okay, I was like, we, we, we got to nah, get you a TV. We're nah, going to make I a mean, phone call. I, mean, I say that to make yeah. the point that we cut distractions because we want to learn mm-hmm. the stuff that we're, people but are you still watch, us for. But you still watch the old TV. Yeah, I still watch it. Oh, so then you could, like, so then you're not any less distracted. <laughs> not really. I mean, oh, I mean, you joking, but I was just saying, like, I don't do nothing but yeah. real talk, I don't do nothing but watch movies because I feel like movies just end. It's like mm-hmm. after an hour and a half, I can mm-hmm. go back to business. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, I hate series. I get caught up right, in series. I'm being caught up in series. HBO Max is crazy. Like, no, I love HBO when Max. Breaking, Shut up. When Breaking Bad broke out, mm-hmm. I didn't move for like, yeah. maybe a month. I didn't move. Didn't do nothing. No, good show. no progression. No. Did you see Excellent Westworld show. yet? I started to. I just. I think I watched one season. I couldn't get into the uh, second one. Oh, it gets better. Word. It gets better. It gets so much better. Like Anthony I don't want to ruin the show. That's what Anthony Hopkins. Was. That's the yeah. only reason I the started dude, watching. The it. dude who um, played Jesse Pinkman is actually in the last season of. Word? of okay. It, it okay. gets good. It gets yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, um, but like I said, it's just we had to just cut the distraction and realize. I, that. I like him as an actor. Nah, he cool. That's all, bro. Like we don't got it. Before I used to even you know, no slight the doctors. Mm-hmm. Now even me, just like whenever I just don't know something, I just go on my phone, open up the tab, and Google it, right? And I mm-hmm. went to my doctors, or even I take my daughter there. Mm-hmm. When if it's something that they can't remember, now I'm cognizant to how they just open their laptops and go to this whatever it is little uh, mm-hmm. terminal that they have. They go in there and just type in the question. They you know they type in the question or whatever the symptom is. And they see, I'm like, well, what's, the, granted, they got like eight, nine years in experience, mm-hmm. but I'm like, there's, at the end of the day, it's just information. Mm-hmm. They just storing it. They have years. I, I feel like they, they, they're a little bit more practiced in, in deploying said information than you are. Experience, you know, but my point is just that I used to look, this is what I'm saying is I used to look at. Cause I don't want you to encourage people to go out no, and like no, have surgery. On, I'm, so. I'm, I'm, I'm being very careful. Like it's not that yeah. I thought I was better than my dog. It's just the fact that I used to look at them like divine, like beings, like almost. No, like, everybody's human. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I they used to think like, like my mind, like, yo, this is whatever they say I'm going with. Cause they know. Mm. And I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you want me to do? Huh? Mm. You want me to, yeah. you, you just, you want me to drink, drink piss? Yeah. I oh. you, you get my point. Yeah, but like my, my, my thing point. is, my thing is like, I think we, we forget people are fallible and so on and so forth. And this person didn't, um, I, I really like the quote from Conor McGregor where he was basically like, I'm not better than anybody. Like, I'm just yeah. obsessed. Like, I, I worked at this right. consistently. Like, he dropped another co- uh, post where he was basically, like, he um his training last couple months was, like, the equivalent of, like, X championship rounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, yo, when you see when you see me do uh, a fight and I end it in two minutes, that's because behind that two minutes, it's, like, 40 hours, right. 50 hours, 100 hours of training. 
Yeah. Straight. Yeah, that's a fact. But I'm gonna say this. But I, no one sees no one sees the 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 work and and all that. So, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say this. This may I may be embarrassing myself. I used to, years ago when I was younger, more so. I thought if you were a doctor, you knew everything. I didn't know they were like a disciplines. A, yeah. Yeah. Like well, you know, you got the. Uh, proctologist for your ass you got the mm-hmm. gynecologist for the vagina you got the uh yeah, in, general endo- yeah i didn't i just i felt like if, if you had doctor in front of your name you just knew it. i didn't realize mm-hmm. that if you're going to your your regular uh mm-hmm. doctor he's mm-hmm. not versed in in nutrition yeah they're not they, they kind of like give them a little scant information on mm-hmm. it they don't know i just i would just go with whatever he said not knowing mm-hmm. that i'm i need i need to speak to a Specialist, specific yeah, yeah dietitian or mm-hmm. whatever i just didn't know but anyway i just say all that to make the point that it's all just information that's all yeah. it is it's, they're not better than me in it's terms of informed that's it real estate or whatever there there's certain things that i used to feel like when i first started out were just beyond me right you know what i mean like this guy's so much smarter than me this right, right, right. no this these these guys aren't smarter than you they're they're braver they take chances they've yeah. learned from doing they they're persistent they're consistent. They keep going at it. Yeah. And they've evolved to the point of acquiring experience and skills yeah. and knowledge. Yeah. And learning how to take all of that information and deploy it in a way that that produces results. That's it. There's nothing that separates them and you besides the decision to to go and do that. That's how I feel. You, you know what? Mm-hmm. We talked when I got my real estate license. That's mm-hmm. how I felt when I was sitting in the room the first day of class. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> what am I doing? But it, it, I think I had to do it for like seventy five hours. I think after like the third day, mm-hmm. it's, it's just information. Mm-hmm. That's all. Nobody, a guy who's a successful real estate agent, like you said, there's no difference between he just applied application. He just went. What What made you want to go and try out the the real estate though? Because I I had a property where you know I'm gonna be open again because i feel like people can learn from my mistakes because as i'm learning but uh i got my head cracked the house that i had you know, put it out there for I the people that don't cracked. understand what head crack means <laughs> i got smacked and it, it, <laughs> you just yeah. use more I, I went into yeah. a, i went into a house where i, I was i probably paid over 100k and it was mm-hmm. no they, yeah about 100k was worth more mm-hmm. than it was worth and then you know i had it for about four years but the last year everything got real rocky and shaky I had to get rid of it. I didn't have any money. I didn't have mm-hmm. no money. Like one of one of my men said, he was like, "Listen, you're getting rid of the house. Would you consider getting rid of the property if you had 50 bands put up?" I was like, "Nah." He said, "Yeah." So the problem is you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, that that always just first, you know, when I got off the phone, I said, man, "Fuck him, man." You don't know the struggle. This dude don't know the struggle. But then as I as I grew and I, I and I think back to that combo, he was right. So. To make a long story short, uh, being comfortable okay. with with losses and being able to brush yourself yeah, in and right. get back to it. But the guys who came and got the house off me uh, on a short sale, they paid like one ten for the house, so they got it for two hundred thousand less than it was worth. And again, that's when I had another aha moment. Like I'm, a, you're I'm, on the wrong side. I'm on the menu. I'm not <laughs> at the chair. A lot of times in my life, I'm on the menu. I'm tired of being on the menu. I need to have a seat yeah. at the table. I yeah. need a fork and yeah. knife too. Yeah. So when I realized that, then I started learning. Like, okay, and it, plus I made I made some change off the house. Oh man, I'm gonna steal that. Well, uh, <laughs> I made some change off the house for like a few years, but then I looked at the mistakes. Even me and Matt, we were just like, 
it was it was good when it was good. And then, mm-hmm. but I, I was just obsessed with the guy. He just came. I never forget it. He pulled up, shook my hand. He smiled. The the, the aura because he's he had, having a good day. He's having a, a wonderful day. <laughs> and I'm just and I was just so like I was just so just down bad. Like I was just like. I was open. I was like overly gracious. I opened the door for him. I said, "Do you want to see the basement?" I said, "Yes, yeah, it's real good. It's a real good house." Because I wanted to get rid of it. I was jammed mm-hmm. up. Like it was just, <laughs> it was a money pit for me. Yeah. And he's just looking at me like this dude is like financially dumb. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's yeah. how I felt like. But again, to my point, I realized that. I think how much of ego stopped you from just asking him like, "Hey, like you know, I kind of made a mistake with this this property. You're about to acquire it. Tell me like." Tell me what you know. Would you would you mind ever sitting down with me? And- I think I, I think I was so distraught, just trying to make sure. Like I had my tennis and I owed so much money. I was just so like just diluted by that emotion mm. that I, I didn't even think about that mm. until after the fact. When I look mm. at it, when I saw the uh, the paperwork, my lawyer, we mm. sat down. When I saw how much they were getting the house for, mm-hmm. I just was like, "That's crazy." And mm-hmm. you know, I was I was I was screenshot showing people. Even my main one of my mans, he was like, "Why you ain't sell it to me?" I just was like, "I'm on, I'm steady on the menu." I said, mm-hmm. but fast forward years, I realized that you know I wanted to get in on on a part of the game where I could see everything. You know, we're I gonna that. we're gonna we're gonna put that on the because we're we're launching the hoodie brand. We're gonna put that on the hoodie, man. What's that? What's that? The, uh, the what's that called again? I forgot. It's why like I sit at, sit at the table, don't be on the menu. Yeah, you man, know. we gotta figure it. We're gonna figure. We're gonna chop it up. We're gonna we'll figure it out. But <laughs> I, I like that. But but I realized, you know, if I, if I, if I get my license, I could kind of have access to the uh, MLS. I could see the short sale. I don't really want to be a real estate agent. I want to just have access to who has short mm-hmm. sales the way I did. Mm-hmm. I want to snatch them up before anybody else does. So I want to. I definitely have that in my pocket, you know. But I haven't. Be honest with you, I haven't really dabbled into it because I got other things going on. But once you know we level up to a way, I'm gonna have that. As soon as we, we <laughs> as soon as we're done here, I'm making a phone call. Like that hoodie is made like by end of yeah, week. Yeah, I just. I just got tired of it, man, with the music, with mm-hmm. the, even with the industry, me and my wife in, with the real estate. I just, mm-hmm. I got tired and, and it's, it's not my parents' fault. They're, they're Haitian. They, mm-hmm. they, I always tell wifey this. I said, their job was to get us here. We're yeah. first generation. Yeah. They done their job. Don't, we mm-hmm. can't vilify them. We can't mm-hmm. slight them. That's, they, they started from zero. They at least got you to like, yes, yeah, to, to this starting position. from like, yeah, you're not starting from zero. I, and I feel like a lot of, a lot of people beat beat themselves up because they're they're starting from zero. Like if we're if we're focused primarily on like the African American community mm-hmm. and socioeconomic factors or whatever, like there are a lot of people that start from zero. Yeah. Our jobs I think is just like especially me as a parent is thinking like how far can I like it's a baton race. How yeah. far can I get this and yeah. run this yeah. so I could pass this down so they could like Continue it. Right, right. You know, and I'm not going to look at them like they, they didn't teach me this. They, no, their job was to get us here. Mm-hmm. If it, Like my mother was seven months pregnant when she got to uh, Newark with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was still in her belly. So that means three months. And then it it was, I think it was like a some issue, some friction there where I could have ended up being born in Haiti. But, you know, to yeah. my luck, I'm born here on this soil. Fantastic. So it's my job to. Yeah. That's like, it. Love, love. Like, that's it. So I can't, you know, so. And we 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 in the we we're in the realm where we we have access to this information. Like even me, I mean, I, there's no I, excuse. I failed my first real estate test. Mm-hmm. I did, I went home. I said, yo, I gotta pass this, John. Mm-hmm. I went. I downloaded apps. I went and watched YouTube videos with guys like mm-hmm. breaking it down, like I was in class again. You know, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have had that like back mm-hmm. in uh 
you know, the barrier entry is lower, but you have to right. you have to want to go out and and know it. You have to. I think a lot of be it obsessed, is the right? yeah, it's like you have to want to go out and and be a better version of yourself. Yeah, you have yeah. to actively wake up and be like, yo, I I need to be run the race against yourself. Right, like right. I think there was a point where I started my first business, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I started out of spite, Loki. Mm-hmm. That's what kept me going, but that you can't maintain that yeah. for an extended period yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Motivation was very external for me i had to pull from like some type of outside source to like yeah. you know keep going yeah. until i just i think the the discipline we would talk about that about like in terms of fitness and working out and having that that discipline be transferable yeah i mean it, it's funny you say that now i'm that's my first i'm consider yourself like honor because i'm gonna divulge this information on this podcast mm-hmm. it was through just self-educating that i learned that like I just had the 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 the, uh, the I was cognizant enough to go to the doctor and get a blood test run. I just don't understand why I'm training with boxers that's training twice a day with professionals, amateurs. And you and and to your credit, you've been getting to it, man. Like that's you, what I'm saying. Like to the years, point, yeah, to the point where my coach is like, "Yo, we're gonna have you competing real soon." So I'm training with them, but as I'm training, I'm watching when I'm I'm fairly watching when I'm eating, you know, for the most part. But I'm, I'm gain, I gained 20 pounds. That just didn't make sense to me. But again, I bring this up to say mm-hmm. it's because we have access to the information so i went and did my own homework and, and i'm learning about the thyroid and then so i just said you know i'm going to my doctor they said mm-hmm. actually doctor for a cpm a full you know um forgot the acronym for the thing but mm-hmm. the cpm just pretty much see my the, all the uh the breakdowns a full breakdown of the panels of my blood and i went and he kind of was kind of like oh well, you don't really need it. i said no, no I, I want this blood test i got it and to fast forward the story i'm finding i got i've been diagnosed with hyperthyroidism mm-hmm. That's something that affects your uh, metabolism. It affects mm-hmm. your, 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 your every, like it, it controls 60% of the hormones in your body. I never knew what it was. Mm-hmm. It's a butterfly gland underneath your Adam's apple. We all have it. Mm-hmm. It controls your, 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 your uh, mood. It, control, it controls, again, your metabolism. It controls just a lot. And then, mm-hmm. and then they were saying mine was very high to the point I'm on meds now, but I wouldn't have known to just go and they said, Almost like a high percentage of Americans suffer with this. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I bring this up to say I didn't. I wouldn't have ever went there to ask the doctor to do that if I didn't do my own homework, my mm-hmm. own footwork. You know what I mean? Now I'm on this. I feel a little bit better. I was drinking a lot of caffeine, thinking like, why am I? I was, I was thinking I was pussy. I kept calling myself. I go mm-hmm. train. I'll just be dog dead tired. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like I can't go nowhere unless I take a 30 minute nap. I just thought it was just life. Mm-hmm. Now drink, I'll mask it behind Red Bulls and just not realize I'm making it worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then just But like it like you you're just getting more tired of the actual Red Bull didn't it? Yeah the caffeine yeah. was making Yo, me Red more Bull tired. Me, man. I still love you. <laughs> no no but yeah. I was drinking like black coffee. I'm like I'm not even putting cream in it. Like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. But and then that's one of the effects. But I feel a little better now. I'm on it. Now I'm, I'm learning you how feel less to feel tired. way less tired. You know, my weight is starting to come back down again. It's starting mm-hmm. to make sense now. I'm not beating myself up in the gym as much. I thought it was just I wasn't training hard enough. Yeah. I said, like, I'm gaining weight because I ain't, I ain't training hard. So, you know what? I'm going to go in tonight and do something else. Do another three miles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now realizing that kind of just raises the cortisol, which, you know. So, I don't want to get into a whole... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, health podcast here, but you, you don't you don't be calling me when you go to the gym. Oh, yeah. You used to call me. You, didn't, you don't be calling me no because more because I felt like people were distracting me because I'm oh. I'm gaining weight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got an excuse. Nah, but if, right. if if it wasn't if we didn't have information access mm-hmm. to the information, I would have never known that. You know what I mean? It's just, and I think that 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 goes with everything in life. Just so in so how much? 
And like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit more personal with the with the question. How much of of your drive? Because it it affected me definitely, and yeah. I think it, it changed the way I looked at life, and and it gave me another gear. Mm-hmm. Has to do with you being a congratulate. I mean, you're you're not a new parent, but like you know, your your daughter is yeah. relatively young. Yeah. Um, how much has to do with being a father? I, hopefully, you believe this, but I always kept like when I hit that moment in my life when I realized like the the saying I've been using, I don't want to be on the menu. I was uh, in motion. In I'm, I'm giving you no royalties on that. Right, right. I was, I was, I was in a mindset of like I had a kid already. Yeah. Like I, I kept telling Mag, I was like, "Yo, when the kid is here, we're not gonna be able to do this." Like I just had that foresight, and I just, in my mind, I had a kid already. You know, so mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know if that answers your questions. So it did push me. So it's just every every time I felt a little lazy, every time I felt like I didn't want to read up on this, or I didn't. Want so to- you you don't feel like before and after there's been any change in your like it in might, your goal it, it might have been but i think the minute I, I told myself that i had a kid in my head it changed so i think it aligns with where you okay but, with but, it. But, yeah but. it's just that my, me personally i just had i, I moved it, like i had a kid already. i mean honestly may, i never really had the thought because um if i'm being completely honest like it wasn't something like i i ever aspired to to be like being a dad wasn't like Sometimes like, yo, one of these days I'm gonna be a great dad. Like it's it's not a thought. To be honest, the way I saw myself early on and my picture of success, unfortunately, which was informed from like, you know, movies or whatever. Like, you know, I'm a single dude, like, you know, I got like an amazing bachelor pad, I'm driving a port. Like, this is my mind. I'm I'm and um after I had a kid, um, it just adds a another another level because you're you're not responsible for just you. Mm -hmm. So me being comfortable, like, uh, I don't really, I could get by without that. You, you don't want them to, and this is just me. You don't yeah. want them to go without. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta, it, it gives you another gear. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. like they need, like, you know, they, they need yeah. joy. Everybody need Jordans, man. Like yeah. I got to yeah. kick it up. Yeah. You know? I was kind of excited because I just felt like everything that I'm learning and uh, that my parents couldn't teach me. Mm-hmm. I, I was excited to kind of like do it over with somebody. One of my pass it down. Yeah, yeah I that's just said, I was like, damn, I, I can't wait mm-hmm. to tell them this. I can't wait to tell them like, don't rock with this circle of people because they're mm-hmm. gonna have you. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like instead of me, I'm moving in the crowd. I'm like I wish somebody would kind of tap me on the shoulder. Like, hey, like, yo, yeah, yeah, come come right here. Like, don't don't hang out with these little knuckleheads right mm-hmm. here. You know, so I wish I kind of had someone, but I'm excited to tell my daughter that. to be that person for for right, her. Right, right. I'm excited. Yeah, you know, again, I feel like I'm slighting my peoples a little bit. My my old man. And no, 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 no. Because yeah. like to be honest, like even <laughs> even my dad. Because um, I was talking the other day, and he was just like, yo, like you know, I wish. Like we we could have helped a little bit more with this yeah. this journey. Like maybe yeah. if I if I did this, you'd be a little bit further. Maybe yeah. if I did that, you'd be a little further. I was like, nah, you you created, and not everybody has this. Yeah. They created a circumstance where I felt comfortable enough to go out and take chances because I had like right. a safety net. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. worst case scenario, I could always go stay with my parents. Yeah. Like if I get jammed up or things don't, yeah. things go left, and I'm absolutely broke, I'm gonna go crash at like you know. It's always yeah. something to eat at at mom's. Yeah. There's always something that you know what I mean. They they created like a, and then he passed down the one thing I did get was the work ethic. Mm. My dad, my dad used to grind. Mm. He used to. Basically, when I got up to go to school in the morning, he was already on his way to work. Wow. And when I got home. 
it to like you know I never really saw him because I was already in bed by the time he got in from work. So he was he was grinding. Same here, and you know it's crazy. My mm-hmm. father said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing to me a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. He was like he was talking more so on the sports mm-hmm. uh, perspective. He was like, I kind of wish that cause my father, like I said, he was in the soccer when he was in Haiti, but mm-hmm. he came in. He wasn't big on American football or gotcha. basketball. He kind of encouraged me a little bit with basketball, but like he was just saying, if I think if I would have put more. Um, yeah. More of a, a battery in your back as far as like some type of sport like football or wrestling or just something like that. You probably would have been. Uh, you went some, pro. Yeah, because it's just, you know, I'm, I mean, not boast myself. I'm naturally athletic, but I didn't yeah. have that that environment. I didn't have that football like father who's like, yo, the Giants. Da, da, da. Mm. If I had that, I probably, but I told him, I said, mm. listen, man, it's just. You ain't do nothing wrong. You just gave everything me worked you, out what it was supposed yeah, to be. You, you gave, gave me everything you had. Everything you had. That's it. That's, that's all you could ask that's for. That's all you could ask for. And I just told him, I said, no, ain't nothing. He said, no, I kind of wish that. He said, you probably could have been in there. Like, you know, you never know. I'm doing something now. And then the responsibility. Yeah. He passed down. Like, he was always very, like, responsible. Yeah. Like, he took responsibilities very seriously. He was very much like, yeah. I. This is my my kid. I have to make sure they're straight. Like, yeah. th- he was very into like life insurance. Even when, like when I was young, like I remember him having meetings. Like that was back when you you yeah. said. I think people still do that. You sit down with the life insurance agent and you yeah. go through everything. I remember like random yeah. white dude in the living room. Father's important. Yeah. Even me with my daughter, like I'm seeing yeah. like the the balance yeah. that I bring in yeah. the house. Like even with my daughter, like she's about she's two. Mm-hmm. Whenever she, I mean, I'm sure you can relate. Whenever she's doing something that's we don't find it like it's not favorable. Mm-hmm. You know, when she's kind of like whining, she looks at me. Mm-hmm. She just looks at me just seeing like how upset am I getting upset by it? already yeah. at two. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I always think to myself, what if I wasn't here? Mm-hmm. How far would she take this tantrum if she didn't? Because she'll stop mm-hmm. the minute she look at me and she'll see my face. Like I, I frown a little bit like, mm-hmm. nah, we don't like you. You know, why am I not like that? Like, mm-hmm. shit, like, you know, and then she just looks at me and just like, all right. All right. <laughs> but I'm like, what if I wasn't here? How far would this go? Yeah. And it makes yeah. me just consider like like the single moms, like black moms, don't wonder they so rough. A lot of black moms, because you got to play both positions. Mm-hmm. You got to be the mat. You got to have mm-hmm. the masculine energy and the feminine. Mm-hmm. So when you get in a relationship, you don't know how to kind of like mm-hmm. tone that down a little bit, because that's mm-hmm. that's your life. Yeah, that's another rap. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I yeah. love black women. Yeah. My mother's a black because I was like, I can't follow you. Woman. I can't follow you down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. you know what it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I said. But, no, but like I mean, if you're um to just touch on that really quick, if you're going down like any metric or any statistic currently, um, black women I believe they're they're the most educated demographic, tough. um, tough. right now. Black women also um, they gotta be tough. I think they produce more um black women who who have startups yeah. actually basically yeah. um they're more profitable faster than yeah. than yeah. So they they're doing their thing. Shout outs to um Definitely. black women. So, like your your goals overall, where are you hoping all of this like takes you? Like, do you have like a plan, or are you kind of just going with the flow? Oh, no, I gotta. Up. I mean, in a nutshell, you know, not to sound like philosophical, but mm-hmm. I just want to get to the point where a we're financially free. I don't know mm-hmm. what that's gonna look like. I don't know what number that is, but whatever. I just want to be financially free. Five million liquid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, I just want to um, just want to help out a lot of people. Just, I just feel like the information that you mm-hmm. know we're coming across that's sitting in our in our laps, like we we got to give it to other people. We got to help, mm-hmm. like, because like one time, I mean, Magda put up a post the other day where she put up a post of, of a mango and a ginger, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she just uh, described the benefits of it. And like we saw a couple comments were just saying, do you, do you got to blend this? Do you have to like, how do you in, like more or less? Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, what do you do with that? Yeah. That's, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's to the point where and then me and her looking at each other like like people don't even like the post was just saying, like, these are good nutritional foods that you should just take in. Yeah. It's not about blending. It's not mm-hmm. about however you want to take it. Yo, low key. So yeah. like <laughs> talking about circles and so on and so yeah. forth, me coming to hang out at, at you and Mag's place, yeah. I always left slightly ashamed of myself. I wanted to do better. What because you your, your snacks yeah, it was funny yeah. i was talking to evan about this the other day whenever yeah. i show up like y'all snacks wasn't like i would show up i'm like yo y'all got something or whatever like yeah. yeah we got we got like you know nuts in the cabinet and um pomegranate <laughs> seeds i was like oh yeah <laughs> it I was mean, like no no check out these pomegranate seeds it's because we at the end of the yeah. day it don't feel sli- it don't feel like that because we're yeah. foodies like yeah. we realize that if there's stuff in the house we, we fiends we gonna yo, pile out like that to this day out. i still remember that turkey breast Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. go in like she's, yeah, she's a exception. I don't chef. get those. I don't get yeah. those. This is low key like an intervention. I don't get those invites no more. Cause we don't want people to start expecting. You oh. know what I'm saying? Cause then we yeah. had a couple people coming. You could have came in like you. You come to we, the we, place. You we, don't bring no plate. We, like you know. We had a few people come in. They just kick up their feet. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> or just come in, lift up the, uh, pot, the pot top. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm like big fellas. Think this type of uh, function. Yeah. Shout yeah. out, shout out to Mac. <laughs> but no, I mean, no. just gets back to the point. The fact that you know. But it low key, it it did make me want to do better. It did like I would right. go home and I'd be like, yo. By the way, like you know, over there why, they're doing. And why wouldn't you want to be the, yeah. the most optimal version of yourself? That's all. Yeah. I just want everybody to be the most optimal version. Like even with me, like I had to go to the doctor. I realized no wonder I wasn't that. I didn't feel like the optimal me because mm-hmm. I had some cellular issues going on. I never mm-hmm. knew, but thank God I just yeah. You know, I said, thank God, like I'm a preacher. (laughs) I said, you know, thank God I just knew it just had this just to. Is there like some type of like workaround that you could do that's like, um, that's not like a a pill, like an all natural workaround, like that you could sort of. I mean, you know, they had a a bunch of people that's telling you like, uh, uh, they found ways to get themselves off of it. I believe Mm -hmm. in it too. I think right now, I just want to get. Get to, I like, want to use it to manage like, it yeah, to and manage then it. figure right, it out. Right, yeah, right. I, I got never, you. Reg, I never even knew something was wrong with me. Like I got so mm. used to like this is just the way it is. Yeah. I didn't know it was something. You know what I mean? But I mean get, to go back to answer your question, the fact that the, the 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 ladies that left the comment like, "Hey, do you blend this? Do you do this?" It's just like that's not the point. The point is these are good for eat you. that. It was just a mango yeah, and, and a ginger root. Just get it in. But the fact that mm-hmm. it means that people would just uninformed. then go to the supermarket and get some ginger or something. Else. They're uninformed. Yeah. I'm like, if they uninformed, then me mm-hmm. and, you know, my lady, that means that we're not doing our job. Like, we got to gotta find yeah. a way to, especially my culture. Not saying mm-hmm. I want the whole, we want the the whole world to be on to it, but especially our culture. Like, we seeing yeah. people, like, our family's jammed up. Yeah. You know, not everybody, but you know mm-hmm. say Like, just health-wise, it's like. Yeah. And that's that's another, that's another powerful thing. Like, I think we, we focus primarily, because of where we are, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people financially, that's what we put the priority on and not, yeah. not as much our health and, and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what's the that's, point? that's almost like a, a, like a, a luxury. What's the point of getting to the bag if I'm not healthy enough to enjoy it? That's how I always look yeah. at it. What's the point? Yeah. I don't want uh, it then. Yeah, I, I yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely still want it. I mean, shit, can't do nothing with it. <laughs> Pass it down to yeah. to the kids. I'm talking to my man. He like, come on, he only ten years older than me. He got gout. Gout? What's that? Gout. It, it's something. I know it's like your toes swell up or right, something. Right. Is he sick? You mm-hmm. know, and I'm and it's really just 
more so off of the lifestyle. So it's mm-hmm. like we watching this, you know. My my grandmother got Alzheimer's. Crazy. I, st- I went and spent a weekend with her, and every day or every ten hours, we had to remind her who I was and who my wife was and who my daughter was. We had mm-hmm. to keep doing that. And I'm like, how can we eradicate that? A lot of that come from um, 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 foods that we ingest, like through our lives. Alzheimer's? Yeah. There's a lot of foods can. I thought that was just something that you, you developed. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's, it's, it, you, it can be developed by lifestyle too, or it can be eradicated or it can lessen the chance through lifestyle. Okay. That's most it. things though. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't know that though. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, again, I'm not trying to be a doctor or nothing like that. It's just, I'm coming across this. I'm seeing how it's changing me. Like my father, he was saying he had, uh, so you're, you're, you're like your zeal or you're like your, uh, your passion for all things like healthy and being health conscious and all that is like connected to your, your whole entrepreneurial lifestyle yeah, as a whole. Yeah, but that's what y'all do. So yeah, at the yeah. same time, right now, I always said that because I felt like, uh, remember we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. we think that black twitter kind of gets that you know and i that's and i did want to touch on that yeah so um not to do the segue because i mean we've been talking for a while but i did want to touch on this um i i think the example we was using was what's her name dana chanel Chanel, or whatever was the 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 catalyst for the conversation Uh um i don't know i mean there are a lot of people who are kind of shitting on right now i don't know what whether what whatever's going on is true or not true this could get good you want to say this for another podcast this could be a good unless Uh, to you no i mean like which which like you mean like the the like doing a whole refill thing and then like because i mean i feel like with the refill we can explore it in a different way i'm I'm looking at it (laughs) strictly through an entrepreneurial lens we can talk about it again i like this so with the whole thing with with Dana mm-hmm. was, uh, I mean, people start calling her a scammer and so on and so forth, yada, yada, yada. And I'm not going to go specifically into her situation because I'm not well-versed. I haven't heard her side. Mm-hmm. Did she drop a video saying, like, wait, what did she say in the in the video that, that she was just... All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm assuming she denied the allegations. Right. Her and her husband, um, they they had a couple of businesses. I know she had uh, a brand called Sprinkle of Jesus, mm-hmm. and he had uh, the Jumping Jack tax situation, and so yeah, on and so yeah. forth. Yeah. And he was doing well with the tax thing because, and I was surprised because with things like TurboTax, I'm surprised people are still going out mm-hmm. and getting their taxes prepared or whatever. But it is what it is. That's yeah. like a whole thing. If you could go in there. And I'm never going to hate on anybody mm-hmm. taking care of their families or leveling up and doing well for themselves. Congratulations to them. Yeah. I wanted to speak to the the um, the mentality of tearing people down, mm. right? In regards to wanting to better yourself, I feel like there there are two ways to to um feel good about yourself in terms of like just in general if you were to break it down to whatever the same way i believe most decisions if you reduce them are either made out of fear or or made out of like you know joy or love you know what i mean the the whole situation of i remember when people celebrated her like this is the example of the way you're supposed to do things this is the example of how you should level up this is the example of like this and that um you have a, a black couple who are leveling up they're young they're they're responsible they they speak and they're mature beyond their years type of thing and they're they're teaching people and and so on and so forth and then i guess the minute some accusations came out because i mean people are going to be unhappy and again i don't know the situation fully so i'm not taking sides or anything like that mm-hmm. but the minute a couple of accusations came out people started to like tear them down mm-hmm. and i think there's a there's a level of 
one way I can make myself or elevate myself or make myself feel better is by tearing somebody down and putting them beneath me. Yeah. Versus me bettering myself internally and me bettering myself through like, you know, just self self propelling myself up. I'm going to force somebody down to make me feel good about myself. That mindset has always been around since BC. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That whole everything that you're mentioning. Because we have that before we look in the you know one of the hardest things for us to do as humans is to look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, that's why sometimes when we get into like say we get into tips with people are back and forth to really just sit in your car, park or parallel, like, where was I wrong? A lot of people can't do that. Yeah. You have this introspection. Us, right. So I believe that uh if 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 we're broke or if we're in a position of just financial hardship, it has it can't be me. It can't be that I'm not working hard enough. It can't be that I'm 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 distracted most of the time. It can't be that. It has to be because of you know, let's keep mm. it real, the white man. It mm. has to be because of that's why some of these religions do well. They prey on like impoverished black folk and yeah. they be like, Listen, you know why you down bad? Ignorance. The yeah. white devil. Yeah. And now you pay, you're not even realizing that. Or, you're or the devil, though. Right, the devil. Or you, you're not even realizing you're paying them every week ties. The devil works. Keep the, <laughs> yeah, keep the church up. So it's just, yeah. it has to be a reason. I remember I was watching a Vice episode where it was a, uh, they were like, uh, interviewing like white supremacists, mm. uh, like KKK mm. members. And mm. one of them, they actually went in his house, met his wife, his family. And then at the end of the show, the narrator was saying like, they don't even really believe, like, let's say the white guy name was Jake. Like, I don't really believe he really hates white black people or, or, or Mexicans and none, none of that. I believe that he his shortcomings in life, he's embarrassed by them. Mm-hmm. And he has to put the blame somewhere. He can't because you were born white. Why are you broke and you were born white? Yeah. You have more opportunity than anybody that, that you came have to, to the country. You have to, it's, it's like, you know, national pastime, so, like so passing he, the blame. Right. So he was saying more or less that he believes, you know, his theory was he's here. Well, he excuse me. He's blaming he needs to find somebody to blame. And it's just the black I think people, that's a just, dope point. Right. So I say that to say it's just that mentality, that mindset don't leave. That's a human flaw. So, so like, if I'm going to follow your, your thought process down to where it's going naturally, because I wasn't, this wasn't where I was going, yeah. but how many people looked at her and it was almost a relief that they, they accused her of being like a scammer. Not saying she is, yeah. but how many people were relieved almost like that explains why she's successful. I'm not successful because I'm not a scammer. She's a scammer. That's how she came up because if she, if she remained like, I guess untouched or unaccused or pure or whatever, and no one tried to tear her down, there's no excuse for you. She went out and did something and she accomplished something with, with like, you know, with her will and like, you know, just tenacity and effort. And I'm, I'm at home and I, I didn't do that. Right. And not saying, and let's, let's go down and like cover everything we, we've talked about thus far. Not saying everyone has to go out and be an entrepreneur. No. If, if you're happy doing what you do, you're already successful. If you're happy and you're content with where you're at and what you're doing, that's, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people who look to those people and want to be in those places and the people who look at opportunities and successes and, and blessings and, and want things that they've never worked for. Mm-hmm. That those are the people I'm referring to strictly. Right, right. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, man, we all gonna, um, if, uh, if, if we're not 
obtaining what we believe we should have and that we're not willing to look in the mirror and see mm-hmm. it's really us we don't you're not you haven't built the mental fortitude to, mm-hmm. to, to, to obtain this yeah then we're gonna look for just people to blame we gotta find mm-hmm. it when I mean, we do it in relationships yeah. sometimes we do it we do it with friendships so mm-hmm. what would be any difference with business or just life in a way we gotta do a part two because I, I would like mm-hmm. to touch on the the relationship thing and i, I think we've been going at this yeah, for yeah. like a how long has it been probably like a good hour yeah. But I think there's definitely a, a part two I want to I want to get into mm-hmm. um, because I did want to touch more on like how long have we been going? Because like it's about two I, hours, I, did, I think two hours worth. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Jesus. All right. Then we'll we'll do a part two because I, right. I you know, and, you know, Jeff is going to have to edit two hours of, of all of this yeah. and he's going to kill me. Yeah, all right. Uh, Yo, I appreciate you coming on and, and taking sure. the time out. This is dope. We got to do a part two because I did want to touch on like you Let know some relationships. I ain't so, used to this though. I did yeah. I, I did yeah, I. Right? No, you yeah. did a great. Yeah. You did. A, I mean, you're used to. It. We've been doing yeah. podcasting for, but for a not while. this type. You know, yeah. we we usually just joke and just yeah, yeah, kick shit. But you but know, I I did want to touch on and you and Mag for for a a for a while I looked to as like a uh, a couple doing it. You know what I mean? Like your your wife is your partner in in the business and I wanted to touch on that and explore that a little bit. Yes. But we'll do that in another episode. Not for sure. Anytime. Anytime. I'd like to thank our sponsors Catalyst Case. This is Reg and you're listening to Thought Hack.